And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Politicalist Radio, and this is another book review, which I think, I think we need to have at least one book review a month. What do you guys say? You guys like that? I think that's what we need to do. One book review a month, and it's not only going to be professional wrestling and politics, it's going to be, I do have, I know for a fact, I do have an Area 51 book, or a Roswell book, that's what it's called, it's called Roswell, actually, I do have a Roswell book, I have to dig it out, if not, it's probably in front of me, and I just don't see it, but I have a lot of books, I have a lot of Tom Clancy books, so, so it definitely, and, and, and it gives me a chance to actually read them, so I'm gonna make it a point to actually read more books, so I can actually give you a more honest book review, at least once a month, I'm gonna try to do that here, I put the description books. So this month, hopefully, book review, it's Eric Bischoff, Controversy Creates Cash. Let me tell you something, if you're not a professional wrestling fan, that's fine. This book is filled with professional wrestling, it's filled with information that happened in Eric Bischoff's life beforehand, before professional wrestling, how he came up, and how he had a business mind going in, and... This book, in my opinion, it just happens to be mostly about professional wrestling. This book more or less, this is, well, more than less. This book is more about actually making money, being successful in life. And this book, okay, before I actually get to my point, <clears throat> this book, okay, it's with Jeremy Roberts. So I'm assuming that Jeremy Roberts actually wrote, you know, penned it for Eric Bischoff. So it actually came out more clear. On the back of the book, and I love reading the back of everything, on the back of the book, it reads, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming, hold on, I'm assuming that Jeremy Roberts actually said this. He was the one who said this on the back of the book. It reads, Eric Bischoff has been called professional wrestling's most hated man, who defiled and burned with effigy. Effigy? That's a word? He could struck by everything, beer bottles to fists. Industry critics have scorned his spectacular rise and fall at World Championship Wrestling. Bischoff's influence still resonates. For years, Bischoff kept quiet while industry pundits, quote unquote, distorted the truth about the infamous Monday Night War, basing their accounts on rumors and innuendo. Under that came from. Finally, Bischoff tells what really happened. Beginning with his days as a salesman. American Wrestling Association. I'm going to stop right there because I don't want to read the whole thing. The whole freaking, like, it's just literally like just an extra page full of information. You know what I'm saying? Like, this book is actually so great. Sorry, hit the microphone. Then it's called Eric Bischoff, Controversy Creates Cash with Jeremy Roberts. And it is, if I'm not mistaken, 389 pages long. And, uh, you know, a lot of books like to do this. They like to fill freaking um, pages with, like, uh, books with blank pages and freaking uh, pictures and shit like that. So, you'll, they'll say, like, 360 pages, but in reality, it's, like, 350 pages, 345. But you got blank pages and shit that's good. That's actually not in this book. Like, there are pictures in this book, some beautiful, beautiful pictures. Let me go through it right now. But it's only, like, four pages front and back. And a couple, like, small, small freaking pictures. So, on page 182. No, let me rephrase that. 
I'm looking at it right now, and it says, Controversy Creates Cash at the top of page 182. Now, there's a few pictures, four of them front and back, but none of them are actually have numbers on it. So you would assume that the four of them front and back, it would be 190, would be the next page. So 183 is actually the next page. So these, these pictures actually don't count as uh, pages. So yes, folks, there's actually 189 readable pages in this book. This is how great this book is. And there's pictures of the NWO on a few pages. There's um, Bill Shaw with Ric Flair, Muhammad Ali on a few pages that they have. And then there's um, Sturges. There's pictures of Sturges. So, anyway, the point I'm trying to Eric Bischoff right now is making so much money. And if you read this book, you'll realize where his freaking life has actually led and how much money he's actually freaking made. Remember, for those who aren't professional wrestling fans and diehard professional wrestling fans know this, Jason Hervey. Remember Jason Hervey from um, The Wonder Years, The Older Brother? He was also he was also in uh, Back to the Future. He was wearing the fucking hat. He was only a cameo, but he was in there. So how much money do you think Jason Hervey is making off of royalties alone? From now, probably not that much because it's, you know, digital and it's a different freaking contract and stuff like that. But he still made a shitload of money. Jason Hervey and Eric Bischoff actually have some type of production company with each other. So I know for a fact, because Jim Cornette loves to bitch and moan about it, that freaking Eric Bischoff and Jason Hervey's production company actually came up with, um, remember about 15, 16 years ago, I believe it was, it was freaking, what, what was his name, Scott Bayo in love, or Scott 40 in love, whatever the hell it was, I'm assuming it was successful, because they ran for quite a few series, you know, people were talking about it somewhat, so you can't say it wasn't successful, but they made money off it, that's their production company, the same thing The Rock is doing right now, he has Seven Bucks Production Company, but The Rock is producing, like, movies left and right, and, like, the dude's, like, freaking damn near a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Eric Bischoff isn't a billionaire, but he's still paid because he's still smart with his mind. And this book, if you read this book, yes, it's filled with professional wrestling, but it's more about actually freaking making money and how he was smart, smart enough to use his mind and change the business that he was working in because of his mind. You know what I'm saying? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you were there midnight, January 1st. That said midnight, January 1st, political list block party. The moment the ball drops, that's when we'll be jumping out of our seats. And that's when everything's going to happen. But we have a huge, huge episode to celebrate, to celebrate our three years on the air, folks. That's right. Political List Radio is not only celebrating a brand new year, but we're also celebrating three entire years. And here's to year number four coming up with Political List Radio. When is it? January 1st, 2023. At the Bull Drop, midnight. But wait, wait, wait. We won't actually be at the Bull Drop. Well, maybe we will. Maybe Politicalist Radio will actually do something live from the ball dropping itself. That'd be pretty freaking dope, right? We'll have to see. 
But at midnight, ladies and gentlemen, 12 a.m., Political This Radio was dropping a lot of knowledge and a lot of episodes and a lot of content. January 1st, Political This Radio block party. Be there. Midnight. That's the best way I can put it. But yes, if you ask me, folks, there are 389 pages. And there are freaking beautiful pictures in here, too. And those beautiful pictures, I just realized, do not count at all as those 389 pages, folks. This is a beautiful, beautiful book. Eric Bischoff, Controversy Creates Cash, excuse me, that came out in 2006. And as I remember, because the day, I think a day, oh, not the day it came out, but a month or two after it came out, I ended up picking it. And it's by Pocketbooks. Pocket Books is actually a great book company. They've actually released some really good books. Off the top of my head, I can't remember. That's actually a wonderful, wonderful freaking book company. They publish a lot of books. And I'm pretty sure every time I do a book review, I'm going to say, oh, buy Pocket Books. <laughs> so just, just to give you a heads up, this is a prologue. And it says, give me a big hug. East Rutherford, New Jersey, July 5th, 2022 which is crazy, okay? East Rutherford, New Jersey is not that far from Nassau Coliseum. And this was on July 15, 2002. I might have said 22 before. If I did, I apologize. But July 15, 2002. August 25th of 2002. A month and 10 days later. SummerSlam 2002 would be at Nassau Coliseum. Which is just ironic because it's like a month and something later, but yet it's just so close to each other, like in that particular vicinity. Which I almost got tickets to, but they were sold out as soon as I walked up to the door. Not the Raw. This is Raw we're talking about. Anyway, told him about SummerSlam that it sold out. But let's get back to the subject that had East, East Rutherford, New Jersey. At the time, I believe, in 2002, I believe that was the Continental Airlines Arena. At one time, it was originally the Meadowlands Arena, directly, directly next to Giant Stadium. The only thing that separated Giant Stadium parking lot from uh, Meadowlands Arena, uh, well, excuse me, le- yeah, Meadowlands Arena parking lot was just like a, a small tunnel where people walked through to get from one parking lot to the other. That's really the only thing that is literally in the same parking lot. It's just like a fence and a tunnel that separates the two. So that was um, the Meadowlands Arena. And it's the Meadowlands Ground. I don't know if it's still known as the Meadowlands Ground, but even when it was the Continental Airlines Arena, and even the afterwards, it was the IZOD Center. People, a lot of people in the area don't realize that. Because I know when you go back and watch the old wrestling and old uh, basketball games and whatnot, and you hear the IZOD Center, that's actually the Continental Airlines which was originally the Meadowlands. See, that's a history knowledge for everybody out there. I've actually been there. SummerSlam 2007. I was actually at the Continental Airlines. And then, no, well, I think that was the Izod Center at the time. It might have been. Um, and then back when, freaking a few years later, fast forward when, the, I forgot the exact date, but ECW actually had their very last show. 
go to WWECW end of every last show Tommy Dreamer and the whole nine I was actually there the very next week that's when they started NXT history lesson that you guys didn't know that either I, I was at quite a few places but anyway <clears throat> so the very first sentence says East Rutherford New Jersey July of 2002 and that just gives me chills too because I'm like oh my god I was like right there me as a kid well I wasn't a kid it was 2002 so I believe I was about 19 18 no July so I was about 18 if I'm not mistaken 2002 and man does that give me chills because I wish I was there and that's when uh, Eric Bischoff the guy walks into the arena into the where the business the business that he tried to put out of business hired him holy moly then it goes through a whole list of other spiels like it starts like that's just what it is is that's where the first chapter starts and that's where the last chapter ends you know what I'm saying like I, I believe Fight Club did that same thing when you see the uh, beginning of the movie, oh, excuse me, the end of the movie first, and then they go through the whole movie, and you forget about the beginning of the movie until they actually show you the end of the movie. You're like, oh, shit, yeah, I forgot that actually happened. It's one of those deals. It's really beautifully written. Really beautifully I personally, I would like to present a five-star rating. Eric Bischoff Controversy Creates Cash with Jeremy Roberts. And once again, folks, this is not just a wrestling book. I pretty much consider it a book about, like, just using your conscience and getting ahead in life. Like, money situations. It's about how to make money be successful in life. Eric Bischoff started out trying to sell, like, freaking ninja stars. Like, literally ninja stars. And that's where Sonny Ono came in. Sonny Ono was actually like I think trying to do part and be half partners or business partners or somewhat like that with Eric Bischoff, Bischoff before he even made it to WCW a lot of people don't realize that and look where Eric Bischoff is now the man is paid the only difference and I want to throw this out there the only difference between uh, this is what I think I think personally why Jim Cornette doesn't like Eric Bischoff so much is because Eric Bischoff Jim Cornette cannot sit there see that Eric Bischoff is only about money and Hollywood and fake looks and fake this and fake that. Eric Bischoff started in the 80s and freaking AWA and then eventually moved his way to WCW and then to WWE and then to TNA and then probably back to WWE I believe or somewhere else and then WWE whatever the case is. So if Eric Bischoff because he still has his freaking um production company with Jason Hervey if Eric Bischoff was all Hollywood and about Hollywood why does he keep like he, he keeps coming back to professional wrestling yet he's all about Hollywood that makes no sense to me. Eric Bischoff comes and goes because he knows he can he's been in the professional wrestling business for like freaking going on 40 years now not 40 years but going on 40 years like 35 I think can't say he's about Hollywood. I think you know what it is. <laughs> Eric Bischoff is able to come and go, and at the same time, he's still making money and freaking. You know what I'm saying? But yet, why isn't why isn't freaking Jim Cornette all upset at The Rock? Isn't The Rock Hollywood? 
but yet Jim Cornette has a problem with Eric Bischoff. I don't understand that. He has a problem problem with Eric Bischoff because Eric Bischoff is Hollywood, but yet Eric Bischoff is still in. He's still cutting podcasts about professional wrestling. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Political Edition Radio. Tune in January 1st at midnight. Once again, it's January 1st at midnight, 12 a.m. The moment that ball drops, Political Edition Radio is dropping a hell of a lot of knowledge and a hell of a Oh, wait, my sound effects aren't on? Sorry. Political List Radio will be dropping a hell of a lot of knowledge and a hell of a lot of episodes and a hell of a lot of recordings on January 1st. Tune in. It's Political List Radio block party, ladies and gentlemen. When? January 1st, 2023, 12 a.m. Bull drop. And you can't say, well, Eric Bischoff isn't The Rock. Um, Eric Bischoff was The Rock before The Rock was The Rock, and Eric Bischoff didn't have to act in any movies. Well, he acted in one movie, <laughs> actually, Ready to Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. No, it wasn't Eric Bischoff. It was freaking, what's his name, the weird-looking guy. Sorry, I apologize, but it wasn't Eric Bischoff. But he acted as Eric Bischoff, or in Slash Vince McMahon under a different name. So I apologize. Eric Bischoff actually wasn't in any movies that I can recall now. John Cena, John Cena was actually in Ready to Rumble, which is odd. Eric Bischoff wasn't in Ready to Rumble, but John Cena was. Ready to Rumble came out in like 2000, if I'm not mistaken. John Cena didn't show up till like the end of 2002 <coughs> in WWE, which is weird. So anyway, folks, but Eric Bischoff made a company millions and millions and hundreds probably hundreds if i'm not mistaken probably hundreds of millions of dollars before the rock made one million dollars you can't say eric bischoff and the rock are not on the same level so ladies and gentlemen once again Eric Bischoff, Controversy Creates Cash with Robert, uh, excuse me, Jeremy Roberts. Five stars. It's a must read. Thank you guys for listening. 100%. Thank you guys for listening. And once again, it's filled with so much wrestling knowledge and it's also filled, I, like I said, I'm going to say it three times, four times, and I'll say it again. This is not a wrestling book. It is a book about business and succeeding in business that just happens to be filled with wrestling. Political this radio, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everybody, for listening.